Euro 2020-21 on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, simulcasting on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by Winbet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is a straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month of treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. Also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. Finally, we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Our app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to our picks, podcasts, and it's the exclusive place to enter all our contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. You are listening to your Euro 2021 Group F, Group of Death preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, simulcasting on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast, which is me, over at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer on Twitter. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com. We are releasing the futures today. All of the futures plays are available today. So if you want to get the futures for this tournament, not just the locks that I've given out here on the shows, and this is your final future shows, but all of the lockbetting.com exclusive locks, then you need to head over to lockbetting.com and sign up for the soccer package. That is a service that has provided my clients with 96 months in a row. That's right, eight years of transparent track profit, not one losing month across the eight years. And we are looking for the 97th month this month. Tons and tons of content with the NBA playoffs, the MLB, the NHL, obviously Euro 2021, plus two tennis Grand Slams this month, the French Open ending this weekend. And then we go into Wimbledon. So there really isn't a bigger month than June and months don't come much bigger than when we have a major soccer tournament. That will be covered extensively over at lockbetting.com. But we actually have two major soccer tournaments and that too will be covered extensively over at lockbetting.com, an international daily show, an international daily podcast covering both the Copper America and Euro 2021. We'll also be doing a Copper America Futures show here this weekend and an edition of the Fight Show. And also you'll be getting a Euro 2020 show here every two days, breaking down the games as well. So, so much content across lockbetting.com and of course here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You will get 
uncomparable, uncomparable coverage of Euro 2021. I'm going to stop saying Euro 2021 moving forward from today because it is Euro 2020. It may seem bizarre. A lot of people were going with Euro 2021 because they weren't sure. But um, because of marketing reasons, because there has been a lot of signage and marketing material produced, footballs, t-shirts, etc. They have decided to go with Euro 2020, even though it's happening here in Euro 20, uh, in Euro, in, in the year 2021. So it is actually Euro 2020. So that's what we'll be calling it moving forward here. And as I said, this is your final future show. It is the end of the future show. And like life, it ends with death because this is the group of death, the unbelievable group which has drawn together the world champions, France, the defending European champions, Portugal, the one of the most successful teams in European history. And although they are currently ranked 12th in the world, they will have home advantage in this group. I'm talking about the Germans. And then unfortunately, they were once a big force in European football. We're talking back in the 50s, but they're not no more. And they really, really are going to struggle to get anything from this group. We are talking about Hungary here. So Hungary appear to be the whooping boys. I really don't know who the favourite is. According to the books, it is the Germans, even though um, the French are the favourites here or second favourites to to win the tournament behind England. Joint favourites in some places, but a vast majority of places, the French are installed as the second favourites. I don't agree with that. They are my favourites here for this tournament, but the books have England as the favourites here for this tournament. But Germany, as I said, are the favourites here for Group F. They are priced up here at 6-4 to win the group. The French are at 7-4 and Portugal are out at 3-1. It's 25-1 here on Hungary. Germany are crazily priced up here at 1-10 to qualify from the group. With France at one to eight, Portugal two to nine, and Hungary at seven to two, this is a big assumption here by the books that everybody will beat Hungary here in this group and may be able to take a point of each other because four points will be enough here to get you one of the third place positions for sure. Three points may even be enough, but it certainly doesn't warrant one to ten and one to eight and two to nine prices on these teams to qualify. Hungary and Stelly are available at seven to four, and for Hungary to lose every single group game, I mean look at the prices here the book seems certain of it but you're getting offered 17 to 10 on a three-team parlay here for Germany to beat Hungary for France to beat Hungary and for Portugal to beat Hungary I think already I can see a lock shaping up this may be my earliest reveal of a lock here of all the groups that we've done but I cannot see anything better than that and it's a big discrepancy when you have Germany at 1 to 10 to qualify France at 1 to 8 and Portugal at 2 to 9 and Hungary here at 7 to 2 and it looks like all of these teams are odd odds on and clear shots to qualify from from the group therefore the assumption would be they all beat Hungary therefore why are you getting a hun- uh, plus 170 plus money on uh, Hungary to um, get beaten in all of these games this doesn't make any sense immediately so we have spotted a play there right off the back and I think it will be difficult for us to find anything better as we continue on with this group of death show France are available at 15 to 8 to be the runner up here in this group with Germany also at 15 to 8 it's 2 to 1 on Portugal and it's 11 to 1 here on Hungary the last place team, again, another no-brainer. And Hungary are 1-3 to three minus 300 to be that last place team. Portugal are priced up at 5-1. to one. It's 8-1 to one on France and it's 9-1 to one on the Germans. 
The straight forecast market is very interesting because Germany first, France second is available at three to one with France first, Germany second here at seven to two. Then the Portuguese get involved with Germany first, Portugal second, nine to two. France first, Portugal second at five to one. That is an interesting one to me. Um, Portugal first, France second, six to one. Portugal first, Germany second, six to one. With Germany winning and Hungary is the runner up at 20 to one and it's 25 to one for everything bigger than that. Looking at the dual forecast markets, you have the Germans and France as the top two in any order at 11 to 8. The Germans and Portugal at 9 to 4 in any order with France and Portugal at 5 to 2 in any order. Again, that one is something that I'm interested in. Germany and uh, Hungary in any position, 18 to 1. 20 to 1 France and Hungary in any position and 25 to 1 for Hungary and the Portuguese in any position. Looking at the exact Finnish markets, you have France, Germany, Portugal and Hungary at 9-2 and Germany, France, Portugal and Hungary also at 9-2. Germany, Portugal, France, Hungary at 11-2 with France, Portugal, Germany, Hungary bottom at 6-1. That's the one that I have tentatively circled in my opinion. Uh, Portugal first, France second, Germany third, Hungary bottom 15-2. With uh, Portugal first, Germany second, France third, Hungary bottom at 15 to 2. And everything else that involves um, Hungary finishing, finishing any higher than bottom is 14 to 1 or bigger here for this group. So we're going to kick off here with the Germans considering they are the favourites. And they will play all of their games here in Munich. So that is going to give them a big advantage playing France, Portugal and Hungary in Munich. Their last game is against Hungary. That could be a must-win game if form goes according to the form table. However, obviously, with the advantage of playing their games in Munich for against France and Portugal, it's very unlikely, in my opinion, that they will lose those two games. But anything is possible here in this tournament and giving Germany's form, which has seen them drop down out to the 12th best team here in the world at the moment. I mean, comments here coming out from, from ex-players where they've turned around and said, it strikes me that this German team lacks a winning mindset, the absolute desire to go all out to achieve a goal. Now, now, not that I'm putting the Bayern players in this category. I think Jogi Lowe has to bring back Thomas Muller. It was a mistake to drop this important player on such dubious grounds. Another quote here is, it'll be difficult to get back to the top of international football, but I do think we have good enough players. Kai Havertz, for example, is a beautiful prospect. I recall Thomas Muller in a heartbeat. He's playing fantastically for Ber uh, for Bayern, but Jerome Boateng's time is over. Well, Thomas Muller is back in the squad, but I'm not necessarily sure he'll be a saviour. I think, obviously, if you do have Muller there, you deploy him in the false nine position, and that would probably mean that Timo Werner doesn't get to start here for his team. I mean, it's very difficult to pick the German team. Team. They are a little bit like England. I'm not sure that we saw their first team in that 7-1 win against Latvia on um, on Monday, but it's, but it's hard to say 100%. I would expect them to go with uh, Joshua Kimmich, Rudiger and Matt Hummels. I expect Emre Chan to get into this team. Gundogan is hard to leave out with his Manchester City form. I think Kotexka of, um, of Bayern will play here. Tony Cruz. And then I would probably be looking for um, Gnabry, Leroy Sane and possibly Kai Havertz to edge out Muller. But then if you're bringing Muller back at his age and you've decided to bring him back in the squad at 31, maybe he will be the one who plays. So I don't 100% know what way this German team is going to go. 
But looking at the players we just mentioned and looking at this squad, they do have unbelievable depth and they have the most experienced manager in the tournament. I mean, Yogi Lowe took over in July 2006. That is a long, long time to be an international manager. So perhaps they've had a little blip when you're looking at their Nations League results. Perhaps it's not, an, not a major priority to them. Perhaps these, um, these, they can be complacent in these qualifying games because they are Germany and ultimately they can go up the gears and be good enough. Perhaps we will see a different German team. So perhaps there is huge value here on the Germans to do things in this tournament, especially with this home advantage. But a lot of people, including myself, are looking at Portugal and the France and, and, and the French France as the potential winners of this group and aren't really talking too much here about the Germans. It'll be really interesting to see how these teams play each other. I'm not expecting goal bonanzas necessarily when Germany play France and Portugal and when Portugal play France because I think these teams will be very, very wary of beating each other. Basically taking a point against any one of those opponents and winning your game against Hungary will get you through to the next round. And obviously the games in the next round, if you're coming out of this particular group, they can only get easier easier for you because this is the toughest of the tough, the world champions, the defending European champions in Portugal and the, uh, the the defending Nations League winners as well. So it's a tough group. It only gets easier from here. So from my perspective, I would be looking to get the point against one of the top two, get your win against Hungary. Four points is definitely going to be enough for a third place finish and then moving on from there. So don't expect um, over two and a halves and over three and a halves in, in all of these games. I mean, yes, you will get over two and a half in some of them, but if they're offering up um, handicap line, Asian handicap lines of three or three and a half, I'd be looking under here for any one of these combinations of games. Although, obviously, one thing that will need to improve drastically for that to cash will be the German defence. Yes, they have Manuel Neuer and Goal, who is widely considered to be one of the best goalkeepers in the world. But despite the fact that they have quality defenders here that we've talked about, they haven't been able to keep clean sheets as of late. I mean, even conceding that one goal against Latvia, you're comfortably winning. You're 5-0 up at half-time. Do you want to go and get that clean sheet to make sure that you can give that to your defence and goalkeeper? No, they conceded a goal to one of the worst teams in European football. So they are a little bit susceptible at the back and far more susceptible than the other teams in this group. And when we're looking at an England opponent from this group in terms of if England win their group and play one of these two, te- one of these three teams, because one of these teams is obviously going to finish second in the group, then um, Germany are the team that I would want to play as the England manager because I think this back line could be exposed by the pace that England have in this team. If we look at the French, the French have absolutely no weaknesses at all. This is unquestionably for me the out-and-out strongest team here in the tournament. You're looking at a back line if they do go with this lineup of Pavard, Varane, Kimpembe, Lucas Hernandez with uh, Hugo Lloris, I think, being the only weakness behind them. But when you've got 123 caps, it's difficult to point the finger at you and say that you are a weakness when you've been a consistent goalkeeper and a World Cup winning goalkeeper as well. In midfield, does it get any better than having Kante, Pogba and Rabiot in your midfield? Um, in front of that, does it get any better than having Anton Griezmann, Kylian Mbappe and the returning Karim Benzema? Also on your bench, you have an embarrassment of riches as well. 
Um, I mean, Usman Dembele of Barcelona is one of the players that you can bring on to make a difference here in games. So, I mean, it's just just so so strong from from top to bottom. This is the this is the ultimate squad in this tournament. This is the best team in the world, despite Belgium being the number one ranked team in the world. I think that is a, a team that has some weaknesses, far more weaknesses than France, the defending world champions who could easily go on and win this tournament, and they could retain the World Cup in 2022 as well. They are that strong of a team from top to bottom. There isn't a weakness in this team, but. As we pointed out when we were talking about Germany, they will be playing all of their games on the road. The two designated cities here to host the games here in this group are Munich and Budapest. So Hungary, despite the fact that they are considered to be the weakest team in this game, they will be playing some home games. They will be getting two home games against Portugal and against uh, France as well. The only away game they'll play is against the Germans on the final day. So Hungary start off with a couple of home games. Will they be able to spring an upset? I don't think so. Perhaps if they were playing against um, second tier teams here in Europe, but they are absolutely going up against the tippy top when you're talking about France and of course the European champions, Portugal, who we'll talk about next. For so long, their reliance has been on the world's best player, Cristiano Ronaldo, or formerly the world's best player, I guess you could say. But he was always up there, joint in the conversation with Messi, the absolute pivotal point of Portugal. They would sit back, put men behind the ball. They would defend bravely with the um, with the lunatic Pepe of Real Madrid as their centre-back, shut teams down, be a tight defensive unit and rely on Ronaldo to get them the important goals. That certainly isn't the Portugal team that we're looking at here. This Portugal team from winning this championship five years ago to winning the Nations League just continue to improve because their players become more and more pivotal at their club sides. You're looking at a plethora of top talents here playing at top European clubs. Rui Patricio is the goalkeeper. Pepe unbelievably still plays for this team. You have Guerrero here of uh, Borussia Dortmund in this side. You have Cancelo of Manchester City. Ruben Diaz, the player of the year in the Premier League from Manchester City, is the key centre-back here. In midfield, you're looking at Bernardo Silva. You're looking at Renato Sanchez, who could force his way into the team. He's had an unbelievable season at Lille, who, of course, won the French League. Joe Moutinho is still a player. Ruben Neves of Wolves is a player. Bruno Fernandes of Manchester United. William Carvalho here, holding midfielder of Betis. Jao Felix of Atletico Madrid. Diego Jota of Wolves. Andre Silva of Eintracht Frankfurt. This is a strong, strong, strong ass squad. And there is no way for me that they are being eliminated from the group stage. I mean, earlier on in the week when we started off the tournament shows, I already highlighted this group. And for me, the winner of this tournament will come from this group. I think there's massive value at plus 170, 17 to 10 here for Group F to give you the winner of the tournament when you're looking at the defending champions, Portugal, who have only lost one major tournament in the last five years. That was their World Cup elimination to Uruguay. And between Portugal and France, they've won every tournament that they've appeared in since um, Euro 2016. And a repeat final between Portugal and France isn't really that too far-fetched as these teams will get separated here by their group position. So for me, I don't really have a real strong lean as to who will come out of this group as the winner. I just think all three of these teams will progress and they will be dangerous when we get through to the knockout knockout stages. I think the, the lock is very, very easy for me here, where we'll take Hungary to lose all of their group games here at 17 to 10. It is a little bit scary because Hungary are getting every single game at home. 
but the golf in quality is so wide, it's really a play that you have to take here from this group because I have no real strong lean on the winner or in what positions that they'll play. And it'll all be dependent on their games against each other. But as I'll reiterate, don't look for goal fest there because we could see some more conservative games with these teams knowing taking any point of each other and beating the Hungarians in that game against Hungary will get you through. And obviously, with that said, the advantage goes to Germany with the three home games and getting the home game even against Hungary because Hungary played two of their home games against the other two. But everybody goes away to Germany and everybody goes away to Munich. And that is the advantage and why the 12th best team in the world are the market leaders here to win this group. So that's Group F, the group of death, as, as it's called. But with this format of three teams going through, I don't think anybody will die a death here. I think if anybody goes out and underperforms, it will be the Germans. It will be a, a sad end to, to Yoki Lowe. But that's even a massive price. Germany to be eliminated here at the group stage is available at 7-1. to one. So if you think that Portugal and France are going to be the, the standout leaders and uh, Germany won't even be able to win at home to Hungary, then, then be my guest and, and and take a little stab on the Germans to be eliminated at the group stage at 7-1. I don't think that we'll lose any of these teams here and all of the big players, your Bruno Fernandes, your Cristiano Ronaldo's, Mbappe's and Griezmann's and Kai Havertz and, and uh, Gnabry's. All of these players, I think, will continue on and continue to play in this tournament past the group stages. And I think that's why it has been designed in this way because even when you get a group of death like this it's not the group of death that it would have been in other tournaments where just the top two qualify in this instance it will be three from four and that's going to be the case in a vast majority of the groups four of the groups are going to provide you with that um, and only um, only two groups are going to see two teams eliminated so essentially at this stage of the tournament 24 teams is going to be condensed down to 16 and that is is when the real business begins. But you'll get all of the coverage here as this is the final future show that we are doing. And after that, we will begin our match shows. There'll be one released immediately alongside this group F show, F, F, alongside this group F show, covering the first four games of the tournament. And then after that, we will begin covering six games at a time at, in this tournament. So every two days, there will be shows coming out. There will also be a future show for the Copper America. And then we will resume covering the Copper America in the later stages. So if you want the Copper America covered every day, International Daily will be a show that we are doing exclusively over at lockbetting.com and if you want to get all of my plays all of my futures all of my picks every single day my official picks on lockbetting.com that is the place to go that is a service as i said that has provided clients with 96 months in a row of transparent track profit it's transparent and tracked because we give members a spreadsheet every single month and we use patreon which is a service that allows us to be transparent but the one drawback of patreon is is that it will bill you as soon as you sign up so if if you're thinking about signing up for this tournament, do it now. Don't do it on the 15th or the 20th of the month because you will get billed and you'll get billed again on the 1st of July. Get involved now. Get the NBA playoff picks. We've had an unbelievable start to the month. Get the futures for Wimbledon. Try and get some action in at the end of the French Open. And whatever you do, make sure you hit these futures for Euro 2020. We have an unbelievable futures record. We hit over 80% of our futures. We've just gone 100% 
with our men's tennis French Open futures. All of those cash today. Uh, we actually have one pending on the tournament winner, but all of the ones that we had for players to win their quarters, all of those players are playing in the semi-finals this week. So we've gone 100% with those and we look to continue that momentum going with Wimbledon and all of the other sports that we cover, which includes um, NBA, NHL, MLB, um, I mentioned the tennis, obviously the soccer and all combat sports as well. Just to remind you before we finish, we have a edition of the Fight Show coming up this weekend covering the UFC card, which will have three main events. It will feature Nate Diaz. It will feature Israel. Israel in Adesanya. It is a massive, massive card and we will be covering it here on the Fight Show and that will be over on the Sports Gambling Podcast. But that's it for me. This is your final future show. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy Euro 2020. Good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening.